This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, we are going to start with a little fun here. And if you've been listening for the first couple weeks, you've heard plenty of fun, plenty of serious content. But news did come out about Zach Wilson perhaps having relations with his mom's friend, which, no, this is not some kind of porno movie. This is Zach Wilson (laughs) living his best life. And boy, do the Giants have the complete opposite of that at quarterback right now. Another boring Daniel Jones organizing everybody down in North Carolina to throw. Like, it is just complete and polar opposites. But I promise you, like we did a week ago with Baker Mayfield, I'm going to tie this into the Giants right now. I don't know what to expect from Zach Wilson, Tommy. I don't. What history tells me is that the Jets always miss when drafting franchise quarterbacks. But there is a part of me after last year seeing Zach Wilson that thought, I kind of think he's better than I gave him credit for. I and I I saw some strides and everything. But when you see moments like this, and Makai Becton, by the way. on social media, giving <laughs> you that that's my quarterback. Certainly, this doesn't seem like something that's a distraction, but in a weird way, could the Jets now have a rallying point around like, wow, this guy's cool. We like this guy. This guy's a leader. And in some sort of demented way, could the Jets rally behind their quarterback where the Giants, we just keep hearing, hearing good stories about how, how Daniel Jones organizing throwing events in North Carolina. Are the Giants too boring at quarterback would be my my question. Uh, they are. Uh, I mean, Daniel Jones is an absolute stiff. I mean, th- there's no other way to say it. I mean, good dude, but uh, boring. Uh, not a great interview. Uh, quiet guy, which, listen, we had all those years of Eli Manning. A part of me kind of likes that. A part of me wants the guy to go to bed at 10 o'clock, study, watch the film. But look, when you play quarterback and you're young and you're single and you're in New York, there's going to be temptations. And someone like me, I'm not going to throw stones at somebody like that because there are so many. Your friend's mom is your temptation. It's one thing for the Instagram model at Yankee Stadium. Well, there's there's Tuesday at 11 a.m. I mean, I'm sorry, the I, mom's friend, right? I'm, I don't want to get the, the proper details in the way here. Sure. I mean, listen, there's Instagram models, but there's, you know, bartenders, waitresses, but there's also your friend's hot mom. You got Tuesday at 3 p.m., you're bored and whatever. I mean, there's plenty of hours in the day, especially in the offseason when you're the quarterback of the Jets or the Giants. So uh, I think it's interesting because I felt like last year, you know, Mike White kind of came out of nowhere. He was this phenomenon. They were chanting his name. It seemed like the players really rallied around this guy. And it almost like, was it pro Mike White or was it sort of anti Zach Wilson? And it felt like, I think there was a game in Houston where he got his helmet knocked off and nobody picked it up or picked him up or something like that. It was, that was weird. That was almost like telling, but something like this and boys will be boys. I think the locker room will, oddly enough, rally around a guy like Zach Wilson now because it's not like, oh, this is just this Mormon that played at BYU and he's a little aloof and his mom and his his, his girlfriend, all that stuff. Now it's something where the guy's like, will almost like, you know, he's been down there hanging out with Braxton Berrios in Miami. And I, I think going into year two, 
uh, Zach Wilson has sort of inundated himself now to the locker room. Now, again, as far as Daniel Jones, I don't expect to see a story like this come about him. Well, remember, uh, I'm going to defend. I'm going to defend our boy for a second. Remember there, and of course, it became more about Eli. Daniel Jones, after beating Washington, you know, all the videos, wow, look at this guy playing flip cup. Like it was, you don't see this from quarterbacks out there. I'm the whole flip cup thing in 2019 where they're out in Hoboken. So, I mean, he could let loose. He's just not getting involved with this kind of of situation. Even Sam Bono with the mono stuff. Let me tell you, you don't get mono from studying at the library. So it's just, we haven't seen a lot other than that from Daniel Jones as far as off the field stuff. And I and look, we are still in July podcasting uh, space right now when it comes to the NFL season. We have not embarked on training camp. So forgive me if I start reaching for the clouds for some takes here and tie-ins with current NFL stories. We have seen in the past in our lifetime when the Giants enter a season without a lot of headlines, without a lot of front-page gossip, without a lot of buzz, there have been moments where suddenly the Giants surprise you. I think in New York, in this town, specifically where we're recording this from, it's pretty evident the Jets have the headlines coming to the. Is that fair to say? I mean, there is expectations because it's Zach Wilson's second year. They had a nice offseason. This is the kind of season, if you have a franchise quarterback, you hope for in year two to take off. The Giants took a step back with Daniel Jones in their year two. But it feels like we are building here in this summer towards an NFL season in New York where people are excited about the Jets or at least at least tempedly interested in the Jets where there's zero interest outside of diehard Giant fans in the Giants this year. As you watch the Zach Wilson story unfold and watch everybody, including us on a Giants podcast, yap about Zach Wilson and yap about the Jets, do you think the door is open for the for a element of surprise this year for the Giants? Yeah, and, and I think that in a lot of ways, they probably prefer that as, a, as an organization to fly under the radar, not to have the back page, certainly not to have page six. And a lot of the negative stuff or, or off the field stuff that surrounded the Jets, Wilson, uh, Becton's weight, uh, even CJ Huzama, you know, he's got all his stuff going on, rumors, innuendo, whatever. Right. Um, I think as a Giants uh, team, and like I said, Mara, the organization, especially coming off of, like it or not, the Joe Judge era where it was more about the post-game press conferences, the stuff he said during the week, all that. I think they want to go in this year sort of flying under the radar. Let's go out there, lunch pail, like we used to, quiet. The quarterback doesn't get in trouble. Maybe Barkley is happy. Galladay, Tony, some of the guys that caused a, a little bit of a misre- right. uh, you know, unrest last year. So I think that's where they want to be. And right now, that's where they are. Oh, they totally are. They are 1,000, 1,000% <laughs> 1, there. It, it just, it is interesting. I don't know. And maybe it's the giant fan in me, but number one, we've had a great distraction with baseball in this town. Great. You know, great distraction. Mets Braves this week, Yankees, Red Sox all over the place. Uh, you know, the Rangers give the hockey fans a little run, plenty of basketball offseason talk, but like it, we are starved for football. So I haven't, Outside of, of course, doing the podcast and being a Giant fan, I haven't been living, breathing, and dying like I usually do. What Giants blogs can I go to every day? What, you know, get myself going. I am almost going to get there. I don't know about you, but when I go and I sit, you know, poolside by the beach and I get my football magazine or break out my phone, that's when I start feeling football a little bit. And I got a little bit of an element starting this week, a little bit of a tickle, a little bit of dreams, a little bit of, well, if this goes right, if this goes right. And I have to constantly, as every year I get older, remind myself, if you're asking yourself a million ifs, they probably won't happen. Though, 
I do think the change of coach with this offense at least signifies to me that I think there's I don't think the Giants are going to go out there and score 14, 17. Jeez, by the end of the year, we were dreaming for that many points a game. I think this this is a team in an interesting year where I don't know what the win-loss record is going to be, but I get the feel the Giants are going to act like an NFL franchise in terms of scoring points this year. Yeah, I mean, for me, Sean, it's usually about August when I start getting the bug. Uh, July is sort of that vacation month, uh, sure. middle of summer. Um, August is where you start to think about fantasy football, Right. Preseason games are coming, although yeah. uh, and you'll learn Look no further than me this week. I'm dragging kids to go see Big Bird and Sesame Place. I mean, you know, uh, that, they, that's, they, a, they that's a whole that's a whole nother podcast. But um, yeah, so I mean, uh, and and preseason football, you'll learn this about me and Sean. Sean is the kind of guy that you know, fourth quarter, three minutes left, guys I'm locked in to players that are never going to see the NFL field ever again. And Tommy has then moved on to something else. <laughs> I mean that, and I and I and and God bless you, Sean. That makes you you, and that makes me me. But that's how you are. I just don't. The Somebody's got to know Victor Cruz before he catches balls versus the Jets. Good. That's a fair example. But for every Victor Cruz, there's a thousand v- Victor Cruzes that never made it. It just it doesn't do it for me. Like that first game is is nice because it's like ah you missed it. But by the third game now, or used to be the fourth game, you're like all right, let me get to the regular season. But yeah, I think the Giant offense. Uh, certainly could be explosive. I mean, they have a, pl- a bunch of speed at receiver. You'd expect more from Galladay this year. I mean, there's just no way he could be any worse. Barkley, who the heck knows? So, yeah, I would imagine they'd be competent because, bro, when you look around the league every year, and the thing about the like baseball, no, to tie it in, we don't know what's going on in Pittsburgh. People in Pittsburgh don't know what's going on. But the NFL, we are locked in on every game. Every single game, every single team, we know what's going on. And you watch these other teams, and you're seeing these offenses and and quarterbacks that we've never heard of or backups that are putting up 30 points. And then you watch the Giants, and you think, like, is this a tape from the 80s? Why is this offense so broken? Want to blame Garrett? Want to blame injuries? Want to blame whatever you want to blame? But I have no reason not to be optimistic going into this year that the Giants will look like, at least on offense, an NFL team. 